Welcome back to the Legion of Renob, a spooky Halloween special. I sure hope everyone's recording this time. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> well, that's right. What's spookier than audio issues? Woo! <laughs> so I'm Winston. I'm dressed as Bobby, but I've taped a bunch of apples to myself, so I'm bobbying for apples. <laughs> Tony, what are you dressed as? Uh, 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 a bag of... Uh, Sunship circa oh. 2006. <laughs> That's why you're so loud. <laughs> I bet their audio quality is better than ours. Bobby, what are you dressed as? I'm dressed as the Scream Ghost from Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe they made such an original character. Chris, what about you? I love your costume. I'm dressed as Clark. Oh, I'm sorry. I was. I thought you were a Clark. I don't know why I called uh, you Chris. Thank you. I mean, I know my classic uh, Chris hair is a little bit hard to conceal under my bald cap, but but I think I pulled off the motif. Uh, I do say things like this. Um, fuck. Vibe. Yes. Vibing. That's the thing Clark says. <laughs> Outcropping. Outcropping. That's the thing he said. What was the other thing we, he says all oh the time? Oh my god. So Daddy O. Daddy O. Yes. That was the one I was looking for. We already said I went back to listen to the to the outcropping episode, and I'm constantly infuriated by the lack of knowledge of the English language in this podcast. I was in AP English, asshole. Yeah. Outcropping. Prove it. What's an outcropping? It's a thing that crops in his fields. Huh. Opposite of an incropping. And Clark, you are dressed as our DM. What go? Yeah, I'm uh I'm dressed as Steve Buscemi is the green goblin. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch Peaky Blinders, Spider-Man. You can't make him watch Peaky Blinders. Nobody's no gonna watch Peaky Blinders. Show. Is that is that the rest of your bit? Is that a show about like blind salesmen? Uh, no. Is this, are you are we done? Can we I just imagine all these like old school gangsters just peeking through the blinds, getting their peekings. <laughs> don't mind me, I'm just a peaky blinder. <laughs> oh man, we should probably play D D. What's going on? Yeah. Uh we're in a civil war or some shit. Rope Rope Myas has taken the world by storm. <laughs> I forgot that was even a thing. Ah, uh, fuck. How could you forget Rope Myers? That was a shameless attempt by Winston to do whatever he wants. But I want to murder one commoner with a title wave, and oh no, gotta be, gotta be gone, gotta get him out of here. <laughs> I regret nothing. Okay, so uh, last session the party uh, attempted to stealth their way into uh, the occupied part of the city during this civil war between certain factions uh fighting battling for control of the city of marlena to shortly recap honestly why do they even want it the city kind of sucks uh yeah great cool it has a manure district <laughs> uh so the soil district oh and not the manure district <laughs> any any soil is manure if you try hard enough we're really on top of our game today. 
People at home are cry laughing right now at bobbying for apples. Bobby. They still haven't gotten to this point. They're like, oh, God, what'd they say about a civil war? Uh, so you guys were trying to get to the bottom of Grumble Stash Headway's location uh, somewhere in the soil district amidst the uh, uh, the tall trees that uh, surround the area. The soil. Um you guys managed to somewhat stealth your way and you fooled a small batch of guards into thinking a, a rope had come to life uh, and was uh, mystical in nature, uh, causing them to mostly flee, but I think get murdered. It's been a couple weeks, but yeah, they're gone. Well, one was fleeing, but we caught them and we brought them back to interrogate and that's where we ended it. Yes, that is correct. Ah, perfect. We're, we're best at. Oh, gosh, yes. All right, let's see some war crimes, guys. Get on your best war crime face. Oh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Show me your war crime face. Ah! You don't scare me. You're currently looking for Grumble Stash Headway. Uh, he is hidden somewhere in the soil district, and you have a captive. Uh, the rest of the uh, kill themselves squad, as so aptly named, uh, is also doing the same task. Uh, that's Kilgore Filkstrom, the Gnome Bard, uh, Senai from the Feudal Lords of Japan, and Gamby the Merolith are currently uh, searching the same as you. Uh, so uh, you currently have a uh, gnomish soldier as a hostage. Uh, and you are presumably at this point hiding behind a tall tree with your captive. What are your plans? Murder. I like how it kind of sounds like a Winnie. You should work that more into your <laughs> centaur character. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Plick Pluck. Well, you got that criminal element. Why don't you uh, talk to our friend here about where we can find Grumblestash? <laughs> what does a soldier have to do with the criminal? <laughs> Well, he should at least know the general direction. Of crime. Of crime. Is uh, even a criminal anymore? It's been a while, you know. <laughs> streets get harder, you get softer. <laughs> Have I committed more crimes than, than him? That might be true, actually. <laughs> I want to see some plick pluck crimes this episode. <laughs> plick pluck crimes. This is a plick pluck crime uh, I slapped this guy. Well, Good crime. That's a crime. That's one That's crime. crime. I loiter. <laughs> All right, you you slap him. I slap uh, him again. Shit, it's my uh, one move. The cowardly guard goes. <laughs> ah no, my face! Uh, Please, I raise my hand like I'm gonna slap him a third time. Right? No, that'll kill me. And I slap wait. him a third time. <laughs> he dies. No, what? he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Even roll for anything. <laughs> he, he he pretends to be dead for three seconds. I shake him. Ah, no, it didn't work. Please. Oh, his miracle hands. He's our healer. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, listen, I could slap you all the day. I could, uh, you know, Please slap don't. you over That's here. Fun weakness. I could <laughs> slap you over here. Slap you over there. Or you could tell me time? the general direction <laughs> of uh, a certain uh, well-to-do gnomish military men grumble stage. And I slap him a fourth time. Okay, roll me intimidation. Uh, to roll a dice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the intimidation is the one I'm not good at, but we can try. 16. 
he he uh, whimpers smallly. Uh, uh, he he set up his door in the forest in that direction. He sort of tilts his head to the northeast. Now this may or may not be a silly question, but what the hell you mean by door? I slap. Ah, uh, it's his it's his his plane his 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 uh I don't know I I'm not a I'm not a magic man. Uh, he has this thing this plane that he like carries around with him, like an aeroplane. <laughs> No, that's ridiculous. Like an alternative plane oh. of existence. Oh, of course, of course. Like a jet plane. For, for a non-magister, you sure know a lot about alternative planes of res- uh, existence. I slap him again. He knows too much. Kill him. Give me your gnomish magic. I know you got your gnomish tricks. Uh, roll another intimidation check at advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy. This one is a nine. As you shake him, a Chinese finger trap falls out. One of the gnomish tricks. <laughs> no! <laughs> This'll do. And I throw him at um, Centerman's feet. <laughs> okay, I'll do some clip clot. Wait, the the finger trap or him? Book him. The him. I, I'm snatching oh, the finger trap. That's I start, a clear, clearly hoof- denoted magic item. <laughs> I start hoof dancing around his head very close to smashing it. Uh, I mean, he's he's terrified okay i was going for terrified i'm hoping this gets me advantage on whatever i do next <laughs> whatever uh, i do even i, I don't, don't know, know yet. what am i supposed to do uh, uh guys i have i'm, I'm clip clopping around uh guys uh, uh, what do you want done i don't really have a move here <laughs> <laughs> well he kind of told us what we need to know so please let me live let oh, him wait, go? I, I just, just kidding. I have a plan. All right, uh, Clark, now, just to be clear, I don't think I have any edged weapons, right? Um, <laughs> edge weapons. I mean, I, I don't think so in your inventory. I'm not looking at my inventory like a fucking caveman. Yes, absolutely. You should have your character sheets open and ready. All right, well, luckily I actually do. So I'm going to try to saw off his arm with okay. uh, by, <laughs> by breaking it. Oh, yeah, we'll go with that. God. So, on arm strike, I guess? Saw, I love saw, that Clark saw. is like, oh, yeah, let's fucking do this. Let's fucking do this. And and we're like, let's eat a penguin. And he's like, I quit the show. <laughs> uh, let's let's mangle this man. I got a nat 20 plus 10. <laughs> Can I uh, cast detect thoughts briefly before this happens? Sure. What are you detecting? Uh, I'm detecting the thoughts on this man. <laughs> on the gnome you do so freely um his final thoughts as his arm gets punched off are ah yeah that's all i needed uh, <laughs> his arm gets punched off he flails and dies i what from what i, didn't I roll mean that is what yet. he attempted to do <laughs> it's all right it's a natural 20 and I, I think I want to I imagine think, the arm. I, I punch the arm so many times so rapidly that the arm falls off. But then I like burrow into his side because I'm punching so furiously. Does that track? Sure, Your you can Lord. imagine that whatever way you want, man. I really want it to be canon, though. Can it be canon? Sure, it can be canon. Can you describe it slowly? <laughs> slowly, in a in a, a voice like a. He turn his arm into a airhead held by a kid in the back of the bus. I really just wanted that arm. All right, so I take the arm. I'm going to keep it. Oh, okay, I cool. I think it's a useful magic item. Do you? I think it could be. 
real quick, remind me, are you playing as the uh, stalwart knight, the cop, or the <laughs> honestly, murdering I'm, cannibal? Honestly, right I've forgotten at this point. <laughs> okay, just, just Dar, making sure. What are you doing behind that tree? <laughs> really All right, come out. <laughs> I I'm seeing some similarities. Thing to be an ongoing thing. Why? Though his characters may die, Chris's soul won't leave them. <laughs> oh. Hey, if he eventually he has enough characters that collects them, he'll have his own army. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that guy gave you a general direction on where to go uh, before his ultimate torture and demise. Well, I wasn't trying to kill him. You just always kill the guys I'm trying to torture. Yes. It is the humane thing to do. After you start talking Jesus. about sawing their arms off. He's not a human, so he's not a human, so hurting humane doesn't count. It's not even te- it's not even technically murder. We're not getting into this goddamn bag of worms again, <laughs> you fucking cannibal. I didn't eat them. People are like, wow, the podcast is back. I'm so glad. Oh, this just an hour discussion on the ethics of torture. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty great. What's to argue? I think- it gets results! Yeah, it's still better than the adventure zone. <laughs> That's right. I'm calling you out, McElroy's. You won't hear a centaur in it. Nope. Centaur ethics. Uh, so I point I point to where he pointed, but I use the severed arm. I go, he said that way. Yeah, I'm going to let him have that. Okay. At least for that action. I'm going to keep it, obviously, for posterity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Who would? I do. Okay, cool. Uh, so... The party proceeds Maybe forward. Maybe Chris should just uh, play like a lizard man character. He yeah. did it in the first season. That's with a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> well, that was a dragon, right? Yes. Like lizard men don't give a shit. They're yeah, like the all about the bones. Same thing if you ask a scientist. If well, you would just I'm... let me play as dragon face, this would all be resolved. <laughs> uh, was that an option? I'm fairly certain that it was never an option. Peace was never an option. Uh, so, uh, this information now gains, uh, muffins, uh, completely ignoring the, uh, barbarity of the action, picks up the dislocated arm and uses it to point, uh, in a direction. I imagine he then bathes in the blood of his enemies and says that. All head cannons are cannon. The glory sun starts playing in the background (laughs) and you see him in a helicopter. (laughs) Ooh, they're red, white, and blue. Uh, okay. So, um, you start heading that direction. Are you just, like, rushing there? Are you going to self in that direction? Are my statues still alive? No. All right, they had a good run. I respect that. Uh, I'll I'll sit in the back. Fellas, do you think we should be stealthy or run forward aggressively? If it's a door, it's a door. I'd imagine he's in there, right? Yeah, I'm hoping it's a big door, because if we're just looking for a door, it's going to be annoying. Oh, it's magical. We could just detect detect the magic. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, what's the range on detect magic? And does anyone have the spell detect magic? I got good news and I got bad news. <laughs> what's, what's the bad news? I have detect magic. Oh, what's the good news? I don't want to do it. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, is that good? <laughs> Why? All right, let's do this. <laughs> I'm gonna use detect magic. What a good idea, Bobby. I'm glad you thought of it. No <laughs> one else. Original. Like, no one else thought of it. Um, okay. 
Um, so the party begins to proceed forward. Uh, again, I ask you, are you going to just go? Are you going to attempt to be stealthy? Honestly, this party is not uh, the stealthiest. Oh, well, we're all dressed as... All people who can be were dressed as bloody gnomes. So <laughs> we are stealthy. Uh, remember, Manu, you're our quote-unquote prisoner. Get your fingers in those finger traps. <laughs> all right, I, I do that. All right, get over here, you buffoon. Let's march you back to the city. The colonel wants a word with you. <laughs> We're actually putting him in the finger trap. I like that idea. Yeah, why not? Oh, it's going to be some magic finger trap, and he's going to get his finger sucked into, like, the fire dimension or some shit. Oh, my God. I'm, ma- I'm making a note here. <laughs> oh, the Chinese it's finger trap of imploding. his hands and his hooves. He squirms on the ground like a pawn from Rimworld for the rest of the game. Uh, okay, so the party proceeds forwards. Um, Cramwell, uh, after uh, you cast the spell and you begin to move forward with the party, do you cast it as a ritual, which means you have to wait 10 minutes to cast it, but you don't use the spell slot, or do you just... Yeah, what else are we doing? I-, I cast it as a ritual. Uh, so you wait 10 minutes. Uh, you are fine. Um, so, uh, you begin to proceed forward using the magic of detect, and it only lasts for about a minute, but you eventually uh, do get a ping on your board. And it is somewhat hard to spot, but uh, on the interior of one of the trees facing away from you, you find a door. The door is completely unguarded. Party in the back. You don't know, but the door appears to be on or attached to a tree, like it's entering into the tree's trunk. It is about ten feet tall and five feet wide. Uh, well, guys, I made my contribution for the day. Uh, it's time, and so did Plick Pluck. You slapped that guy a bunch of times. It's really unmuffins. <laughs> well, all right. I guess we'll just uh, we, do we have like detect traps? Is that a spell? Like magic traps? It is. I don't think any of us have it, though. All right, I charge in. One prisoner coming through! All right. Just to just to clarify, Muffins, are you a kitling wearing a gnomish costume? Or are you currently disguised as a gnome? I think I disguise self. I think, is that a cantrip? That is a first level spell, but it lasts, oh, I man. Just going hours. Burn them. Uh, yeah, I'll... I'll... I just saw Minor Illusion was a cantrip, and I just thought about having, like, a 2D image of a gnome <laughs> costume floating in front of my head. Uh, now, I'll disguise self. Okay, understood. All right. Uh, you enter in, uh, and uh, as you move the prisoner inward, you enter into a glorious marbled foyer uh, within this magical door. Uh, the space within is not a tree trunk. It's a massive, beautiful, uh, much in the gnomish style of uh, uh, Blossom's Ridge, where you f- previously were from, Muffins. Uh, there are uh, giant phosphorescent mushrooms hanging from the ceiling, and there is a fireplace crackling uh, to the uh, northwest of you. The room itself is about... Uh, let's say 90 by 90 feet. And in the room, 
uh, currently is the soul three inhabitants. Uh, two of them are facing away from them, but a third appears to be Grumblestash Headway, uh, who is currently facing towards the door as you enter. So he's facing us. Yes. Um, is it just me in the room? I I kind of envisioned bringing in Manu as a prisoner. Correct. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if he complied. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Or I'm Cram- done. You, you, All you, right. Or Cramwell and Plick Pluck with with us. Uh, yes, everyone enters All with right. their various disguises. All right, I I salute and I go, Soy! Uh, he nods to you. He's pretty chill about having three dudes that are trying to actively murder him in the room. That's cool. Um, I guess I walk up to him. I would him. like to say yeah. it's a trap. I'll whisper that to Muffins. Oh, it's a trap! Oh, it's so obviously a trap. I'm so dumb. <laughs> you walk up to Grumblestash. Uh, and the other two gnomes face towards you, and they're also Grumble Stash. There are currently three Grumble Stashes in the room. Oh, every girl's dream. <laughs> <laughs> the one in front of you uh, gives you a likewise salute and says, Welcome in! What can we do for you? You have a prisoner? Yes, uh, one of the high-value prisoners. Manu 1469, I believe. Please, call me 69. <laughs> this troublemaker was friends with with uh, Muffins. I believe we can use him to get Muffins out of hiding. I'm just using my character voice so the listeners at home are immersed. And in actuality, it's Muffins doing a gnome voice. Oh, yes. Good, good, good. Grumble Stash uh, looks to his other two Grumble Stashes. Stash eye. Uh, which one of, one of them says... Yes, I believe Muffins was one of the ones we were looking for. And the other Grumble says, says Yes, I think that's the case. Uh, so uh, the middle Grumble stash nods and says, Excellent! Oh god, if we have to tell them a, the, the real one by voice, we are so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Alright, say meet me here, all three of you. Meet me here! Meet me here! Meet me here! It was the first one! Get him! <laughs> I think it is the first one. <laughs> Uh, um, so what would you like me to do with the prisoner? Yes, uh, you can take him down to the torture room. All right, right to the torture room, Manu. Guys, what do I do? <laughs> That's why I asked you, and I ended up killing a guy. I mean, no, I didn't. <laughs> I panicked. It, was all, it all happened so fast. <laughs> I don't have a plan. Better torture saw him. off his arm. <laughs> we gotta make it believable. Man... <laughs> Manu, I'm so sorry. I can't float my cover. <laughs> oh my god, can you... Man, sign us up for a book or something. <laughs> you gotta torture your friend because you can't blow your cover? That sounds like a spy <laughs> movie or a, or a deep cover DEA agent or something. Yeah. Uh, yes, you do not know where this so-called torture room is. Uh, oh, I kind of... I kind of... Case the room with my eyes, you know. No, uh, look for like some you, hallways. You can, you can follow. So yeah, you can follow pipes to to a bathroom in any building. You can follow the blood smear on the floor in any torture room. <laughs> All right, roll a perception check, muffins. <laughs> the blood smears. <laughs> the loose teeth. I do like the idea of him just guessing based on personal experience what where a torture room would be. <laughs> Been in so many. I got an 18. Oh, yeah. 18. Wow. All right. Okay. Uh, so uh, this room all has about torture. 
This room has approximately eight doors. Ah! No, not again. I wasn't even here for this. <laughs> there is a uh, there is uh, four on this main floor and further down the foyer, uh, there is two sets of stairs that go up into a smaller sort of hallway space that has four doors, uh, two going to the left and two going to the right. Uh, presumably, based on what you know about architecture and from what you can see, the room seems to slope slightly downward on its western end, and you would presume if there was a torture room, it would probably be in the west wing if the room slopes down in that direction. And I know my torture room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quick question. What did we do with the dislocated arm? Oh, I still have that. It's tied to my belt, as always. That seems like it's just a silly question, you know? All right, cool. Uh, that is what you know, Buffins. Uh, the torture room is probably on the lower west end of the All right, let's... Let's go down here, four legs. I mean, we don't have to be racist. I know you're a prisoner and all, but... Uh, I, I take him down there. Make sure to use the bread! Oh, of course! My favorite part, I guess. So, uh, you proceed uh, into the hallway. When the hallway opens up and indeed goes downwards, as you probably suspected, uh, and you begin to move down it, moving with fair enough impunity. No one seems to have stopped you as of yet. However, you do pass by a small contingent of gnomish troops. Uh, in that group of gnomish troops, there is uh, ten Grumblestash headways. There's so uh, many of these fucks. I want to hope that it's like, wait, pause. I really want to hope that the real Grumblestash is just one of the random ones we start running into. He's like, oh, <laughs> it was my plan the whole time to be embedded in a whole bunch of me. I've been pulling guard duty for weeks just for this. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing what you know about Grumblestash muffins, since you're the one who has the most experience with him, that would not be unusual. Oh my god, he worked at the barista across the street from the university for like three years. <laughs> just just to avoid an assassin that didn't even exist. Um, so uh you proceed uh further in to the dungeon area. The the troop had about twelve in it. You notice that the undisguised people, the people who don't appear to look like Grumblestash, were both uh non-gnomes. Uh so uh pocket that information for later. Um sorry, what was that? Both there there was a dozen troops in that contingent that you moved past. Ten of them were looking like mm -hmm. Grumblestash, and two are not because they were not gnomish. You presume that they were likely okay. dwarvish. Uh, just based on size. Okay. If I I'm thinking uh I'm thinking 3D chess here. He he's disguised as the dwarf, not the gnome, but by saying this out loud, Clark just switched it back to being the gnome. But by saying this, he's now back to being the dwarf. You have to text the group minus Clark this or else we'll give it away. <laughs> you shitbergs, you're in a group chat without me? How dare you? It's only a plot against you, Clark. It's purely out of love. <laughs> All right. 
Um, so you uh, you get to uh, two portions, a, a, a crossroads at the end of this particular hallway. Uh, the hallway is not too long. It's maybe about 60 feet in length. Uh, on the left side is quite obviously a latrine slash shower station uh, where water runs downwards and trickles into God knows where. On the right side, it seems to go further down and there are is extra security at this juncture with two grumble stash headways so, uh, saluting you as you enter. This is presumably the torture chamber in question and some sort of dungeon combo. Very economical. Cranwell, what are your thoughts? Are you pro-torture, anti-torture? I'm on the fence thus far, but we could torture him, yeah. <laughs> You can't put me on the rack. I have too many legs. Oh, don't worry. We have one for centaurs. Doesn't that does seem very specific for a race you <laughs> only just met this one time? How does that even work? Is it like an L? <laughs> they both laugh at that. Okay. Yeah, you think they haven't tortured centaurs before? Idiot. Yes, I do. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Sixty nine. It's my cover. People are conceived. <laughs> you <this> idiot. <laughs> I wanted to do it. <laughs> oh, all right. So I guess torturing uh, time. Uh, I I pull up uh, the brand and I'm like, oh boy, I'm in over my head. So you enter into the torture chamber, uh, and you see that the uh, uh, the the so-called rack that is for centaurs. Uh, is looks to be repurposed from like horses where they you have to get their uh their feet and like stick them up in order to uh work on their hooves and there's got like half of a regular human rack on top of that um the room has uh three occupants besides yourself uh, there are two grumble stash headways uh one of which you presume is a grumble stash based on stature but is currently wearing a spooky executioner's hood. Uh, and there is a third man on a rack. Uh, it looks to be a dark elf. Uh, he looks somewhat emaciated. Uh, his skin is a ashen gray, uh, and he is wearing a pair of broken, broken spectacles. Uh, he looks at you curiously as you enter. Uh, no blood I take it. Hello, welcome to the torturing. He says Hello. from his rack. Thank you for the nice meeting, sir. My pleasure, sir. And might I just say, you have wonderful hooves. Thank you. I I've been told that many times. I do not. I do not wish this on you. I hope they that they, they you are safe and that they do nothing untoward towards you. And one of the gnomes says, "We plan on doing untoward things towards you." And he pulls out what looks like a ball strangler. <laughs> oh, Sir, I'm not thrilled. I'm not thrilled with the ball strangler, but I really want to know why you think they wouldn't torture me at this point. He shrugs. Uh, <laughs> and his shrug is uh, somewhat placated by the fact that he's himself on a stretching rack. Hey, you can wish good things for people, even though you know they're not going to happen. That's that, that no, that's ridiculous. I dislike you more than these guys, and I gesture towards the guys with the ball strangler. <laughs> One of them has a <laughs> molar extractor and says, "Well, I appreciate that." 
Yeah, Set it's first straightforward. I mean, I know what I'm getting with them. You're over here wishing me luck that you know I'm not going to get like a fucking liar. How is that the liar's thing? Thoughts and prayers, my friend. No, I, you, you're giving me false hope. That's all that is. False hope is a kind of lie. Am I right? <laughs> I look at the ball strangler guy. I'm like, am I right about that? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like a philosophical dilemma that I did not sign up for. Yeah, you're the ball strangler guy. See, he's a yes, straightforward guy. He does guy. the ball strangling. He doesn't give me false hope and ball strangle. Oh no, he's he's very good at giving false hope. Who said that? The ball strangler, the other guy. That. No, the guy on the <laughs> rack. He's a he's got he's got he's a torturer, so that is part of his job to give false hope. But, hey man, how many balls of his are you going to strangle? Just the one. Oh, that's See, not so bad. False hope. You really think that's going to get the answers out of him? I think we got to go for both. The guy with the molar extractor uh, starts setting up the rack. Uh, uh, and says, so I hear this one has information on muffins. Is that right? Yeah, that handsome bastard will be able to torture him and, and get all the information we want. I was hoping to... Uh, Maybe uh, use the ball strangle in myself. You know what they say, uh, yeah, you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Both of the gnomes uh, give a hearty laugh at this. A- and the, the guy in the rack uh, nods appreciatively. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like this guy. Don't put me next to him. I like this dude. Hey, what's your name? I, I like your spirit, Rack Man. Thank you, thank you. I am Wector. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, so Wector. What is your name? But hey, after the rack's done with you, it's going to be Wector because you'll be all stretched out. <laughs> this is funny. I like this one a lot. Classic. Are you new? You seem new. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up, Rack Boy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> that is what that was looking for. Come on. Time to get the your balls strangled, horse man. But why? What did I do? Um, so they set up the rack in order to insert Manu 1469 into it. Uh do you guys just let that happen? Manu 1469, do you let that happen? <laughs> I, I think uh is anyone do I assume anyone's gonna try to detect thoughts on me right now? It doesn't seem like they're actively casting magic. <laughs> like they're just walking tools. around, fully able to detect <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> All right. Well, because I don't know if they are, are I think, guys, n- nod if you want me to go in this thing or shake your head if you want me to not. But obviously no one's doing anything, so it's meaningless. <laughs> All right, right to the ball strangling. <laughs> uh okay um so without any further ado i suppose (laughs) man in 1469 you get put into the specially made centaur rack okay uh and you are now thoroughly restrained by it (laughs) all right i wink at muffins uh can you please can you please describe this this rack sure um it is uh it's basically a uh a standing up uh sort of uh horse restrictor 
which uh, used to be at some point made so that they could clean and clear a horse's hooves, uh, which occasionally need uh, filing down. But it has been repurposed in order to uh, hold up the legs of the centaur and start pulling them if necessary. (laughs) On top of this uh, horse-like structure uh, is half of a regular rack, which is meant to pull... (laughs) Uh, the occupants' uh, arms in both directions, respectively. All right. Flick Pluck has just been putting his brain in my hand while we've been, his plan in my brain while we've been mindlessly chattering about balls and such. Flick Pluck, go. The ball strangler is currently in use now that Flick Pluck has stood there T posing. Chris, give us a hearty scream. <laughs> wait, wait. Is he actively ball strangling me? I mean, Winston said Plick Pluck go, and Plick Pluck is just sitting there. Oh, it's totally off. <laughs> his, his mouth hangs open, drool dripping out. <laughs> Tony. Uh, oh, I think we actually have audio issues from Tony's end. Fuck. <laughs> That's so funny, though. Awesome. What a great time for that to happen. <laughs> All right. Every every minute he's not here, Chris <laughs> loses three HP. <laughs> yes. You have to slam the space bar on your keyboard like a Metal Gear Solid QTE. <laughs> like the arm Tony, wrestling scene in A Way Out. I heard Tony. All right. So, Tony, what's, this, what's your plan? I ain't got any plan. I'm going to watch the <laughs> centaur get tortured. <laughs> <laughs> All that for that? All that wind-up is even better. Alright, wait. Uh, uh, okay, so is this ball strangling thing now coming towards me? Yes, actively. Okay, well, since you guys are fucking terrible, I thought you guys were doing something, but clearly All not so much. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I suppose we could club the ball strangler. 69, for the plan to work, you can't have testicles. Grandma's going to do a somersault behind the ball strangler and just start (laughs) strangling him, but not his balls. Can we put the ball strangler, like, but around his neck? Around Manu's neck? I think that might be an option. Does the ball strangler have sizes that? I I mean, he's a gnome. But his balls are huge. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to say no. Uh, it doesn't appear to fit around any large-sized creatures or t- medium or small-sized creatures' necks. You could probably bludgeon them to death with it, though. Can we shrink the gnome to make this happen? Well, let's do that. <laughs> Fuck! Shrink his massive balls. Yeah, what's, what's the ratio between centaur balls and, like, gnome head? I mean, if if you cast reduce on the gnome, you could probably do use it, yeah. On a, a neck. <laughs> Why do I, I cast enlarge on I the rack. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> I just knock him out. I, I've taken the arm. I I remove the arm from 69's belt. And I go contraband, and then I I go behind the ball strangler Hitman and start choking him out. Okay, with the arm around his neck. With the arm. <laughs> yes, with the arm. Yes. It's like a, a garrote or a garrote or whatever, but it's a severed arm. That, it feels very, like, useless. Uh, but sure, I'll, I'll let you roll an attack roll uh, straight up and down 
with your strength mod and i don't think you have tavern brawlers so you don't have the ability to use improvised weapons such as arm garrote i don't think i have a strength modifier is that a problem um no it's not you just don't i got a five yeah uh you attempt to strangle one of these gnomes with a severed arm and you learn quite quickly that the severed arm is actually not a useful item to strangle gnomes with but it was pretty funny. Oh, he's mind controlling me. The centaur. He's oh. ah, my brain. I have an ability that I can speak any spoken language. I would like to start talking in oh, like wait, demonic. This <laughs> is so stupid. Okay. Okay. Muffins roll me dis- uh, a, a deception check. Um, can I assist uh, with that? Manu, Manu 1469 roll. Uh, roll a help action, roll a deception check, and you will see about giving Muffins advantage. I got a 14. I got a 17. Alright, you have advantage, Muffins. I got a 17. 17. Uh, okay. I gotta think about how they react to this situation. Um, I guess I'm rolling insight checks. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Hmm, seems a little fishy to me. The guards look at each other simultaneously uh, and says, Oh shit, magic user! And they pull out, uh, one of them pulls out their gun uh, and aims it at Manu1469. <laughs> A glowing ball strangler? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and with that uh, aiming of the firearm, uh, we're going to see what happens next time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Man, I said ball stranglers. I said ball strangler a lot this episode. I might need to like see a therapist. Thanks for listening, Alicia Red Ob, the number one podcast ever. And and no one's going to prove it. If you if you disagree, just send us a link on patreon.com slash Alicia Renob. That's the only place we'll be accepting arguments. <laughs> pay, pay to argue with us. Hi, everybody. Clark, I heard I, I heard we got a nice email. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to our show. This one is from Tim. From our Discord and a constant supporter of the show, uh, over the past several months, uh, my mental health has taken a nosedive. Haven't we all, my dude? It's been, uh, it's like being quicksand. The more I try and get out of the funk, the deeper I sink. It's all mental. There's literally hasn't been anything bad in my life to trigger any of this. Thanks for nothing, brain. Thankfully, I've started making progress towards being happier and I'm on the way up. If my mood was a roller coaster, I'd be heading towards the next peak, which means upward movement, which is good. The reason I'm running you is Woo! because I've been listening to the podcast, especially Patreon.com's The Legion Goes Deep series. Woo! Yeah, you heard it here. I'm not even, I'm not, I added the Patreon.com to get me through the days. It's, and that's not just the cliche I saw on YouTube saying depressed people watch lots of reruns because it gives them comfort. And that's what your podcast has meant to me. 
It's been the thing that brightens my day when nothing else does. So I wanted to let you and Chris and everyone know podcast has meant a lot to me and really helped me when I needed something to get through a rough patch in life. Thank you for being so awesome and a funny group of people and hope your lives are going well. Thank you so much, Tim. We hope that your life is going well, too. We're happy to provide content for you, and we're sad we don't have more of it. But hopefully that changes the more time goes on here. Uh, but at the very least, thank you for listening. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, I'm so glad we're helping. I, uh, I think we've all dealt with, with highs and lows, and Lord knows when I'm feeling low, I definitely dive into my favorite podcasts which shockingly aren't this one, but it's once you see how the sausage is made, which isn't Clark's literal sausage, Clark's it's just a lot of Clark sausage. sausage. Hello. No. It's less fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm just glad that we can put a smile on your face and help you out and put thoughts of Clark's big sausage in your brain and Welcome replace those, those bad thoughts. Oh God, Tony! Did we did we get any anything that we could encase Clark's big sausage in? Uh, yeah, we got All some right, of these leathery sacks. Oh God, Matt! Matt! <laughs> the Matt sent us some very nice, professionally uh, handcrafted. Dice bags, and they are one of those things that you get, and you're like, "Wow, this is actually good enough to use, not some glued together uh, popsicle sticks." So, uh, you know, <laughs> I would also stuff. accept those. Yes, if if it's got googly eyes, these didn't have googly eyes, but I mean, you know. But yeah, th- these these are so nice. Thank you so much for taking the time of sending them and making them. They are so cool. They they make me feel like a professional D&D player, and I'm barely an unprofessional yep, D&D I, player. <laughs> I use mine all the time. Yeah, uh, my all of my dice are currently in there, so thank you, Matt. We appreciate you as well. Guys, check out Squid Games. It's Squiddy. <laughs> Is that your announcement? It's a squid. No, it's a game. Yes, I, I, don't, I don't really have a ton going on. In the well, year like 2026 when this airs, uh, I mean, I think everybody's hot on um, Amogus. Amogus? Yeah. yeah the, the hot mobile phone uh, app. You play with your friends. It's like Squid Game. Catch that Pokemon Chris sure is Seuss. <laughs> that Chris sure is Seuss. I, and I want to say thanks to Levi, who wrote us a very nice message. He was saying how much he's enjoying our comic podcast that me and Chris do over on Patreon.com. And he made his wife listen to our Fast and the Furious <laughs> podcast episode, <laughs> which is just awesome. I, I want everyone to grab their significant other, or even if you're on a first date, just pull out some headphones, be like, get a load of this. Can you imagine that being a first date? holy shit you must really like that person i'm positive like, this is you won't going to change away. your life um and you might be be like uh you might be like oh that fast and furious episode says part one when is part two dropping well i have news for you clark what was your announcement <laughs> i mean that's not more important than what you're about to say well okay it's it's uh, i Okay, it's going to drop.
and and there it is. So everyone wait for that. Uh, yeah. So if you if you want more Legion of Renob content, uh, Winston and Chris work very hard to make side uh, a fun side podcast where they do like deep dives into comics and occasionally movies. And then there's a train. There it goes. Still there. Bobby has his own podcast with his co-host, The Train. It's just him trying to talk about his day while a train screams in the background. I have released two singles on the Patreon. That's right. Yes, The Avengers (laughs) theme and One-Winged Angel. The kids love them. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Bobby and me will soon be doing the uh, review of the Batman Fortnite comic there. Oh, I I'd read that or watch that or listen to that. <laughs> what media are we in? I don't I don't I think we're this in is smell. the perfect smell <laughs> profile for the Batman Fortnite comic. This is the tomato head guy getting his brains blasted <laughs> off. Smell that marinara. And what's that I smell? Is Batman in the room? A lovely musk. Oh man, we brought in we brought up Fortnite and Amogus in the same fucking outro. I think it's time to call it boys. All right, signing off. It's Winston standing next to Giant J- Clark's Giant whatever. What are we calling it? I forget the joke. Thank bye. God. Bye. bye. It was a sad